Welcome to this episode of You Didn't Ask For My Opinion. My name is Freddie Forte, and I'm really excited about this episode. Um, I just wrapped it up, and I had a great conversation with uh, a good friend of mine that I went to school with, and a couple other guys who I've actually never met, but uh, I've been connected with them on social media uh, for a little bit, and uh, they had a lot of nice things to contribute to the conversation. And uh, for those of you who are wondering the episode obviously is going to be about Kanye West you know it's uh, it's the hottest thing right now is to discuss you know the controversial figure that is Kanye West and um and the album he just dropped Jesus is King which if you haven't heard it uh whether you're a fan of his or not I think it's very important that uh, if you're a believer in Christ that you listen to it for yourself and uh just gather your own thoughts from there because you know if you if you if you close your eyes and you just listen to the music and the words and stuff I think God can do a wonder in your in your life. And that's how life-changing I think this uh, message is. So if you have a moment, because uh, this is not a short, uh, this is not a short episode by any means. So if you got a snack that you want to, you know, eat, if you want to go pop some popcorn, um, if you want to, you know, listen to this as you go to bed and just kind of meditate on it as, as you're, you know, going to sleep, by all means do so. But uh, the content here is very important. I think uh, if you listen through the entire thing, uh, it'll be beneficial. Um, there will be some uh, promotions for uh, each of the individuals that uh, spoke as a part of this panel. So if you will, uh, when you get to the podcast, you look down, you'll see some links there. You can click. Um, there's some books and stuff that are on sale through Amazon. Uh, there's some websites that you can look at and, um, you know, get some things about them. And there's another podcast. Uh, one of the guys runs his own podcast. that I'm going to subscribe to uh, once I publish this episode. So without further ado, let's hear from our sponsor and uh, we'll dig into this episode. Yo, 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 welcome everybody. This is You Didn't Ask For My Opinion. My name is Freddie Forte and I'm really excited about our take two, um, trying to give us a, another attempt at doing this uh, podcast. Um, we tried to do this last night and we kind of learned a couple of things. And one of the things we learned that if you try to play music during the podcast, you know, to try to, you know, kind of correlate with what's going on with the podcast, you're going to shut the whole thing down. So, in lieu of doing that this evening, we're just going to talk and just talk the whole thing through and, uh, you know, kind of go, go, you know, go over past that and uh, just have some fun with it. So, before we get started, I just want to introduce, because we do have a, um, we have some new people that are part of the podcast. Everybody that's going to be uh, on this one tonight is actually brand new. Uh, first off, uh, you know, obviously, because I didn't post the one from last night, you don't know who this is, but I'm going to introduce him anyway. Um, back trying to you know help me out with the take two. Uh, this individual is an up and coming author with a five star rated book on Amazon called False Refuge. Lives in the state of Arizona. Um, just got married recently, uh, happily newlywed. Uh, I was giving up with my boy Corey. Corey, say hey, with the, uh, hey to everybody. And the words of Kawhi Leonard. 
Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I feel like so many other people said that. But sure, we'll go with that. All right, man. We'll, we'll let you have that one. All right. Up next, uh, this this dude, I got to talk to, uh, you know, got to talk to him before we started the podcast tonight. And uh, he actually co-hosts his own podcast. It's called Ears Up Disneyland Podcast. And uh, he told me, you know, told us some cool things about, you know, what he gets to talk about and what he does. And uh, I think you guys will really enjoy him. His name is Terrence. He's uh, all the way out in the Bay Area of Cali. Terrence, say what's up. Hey, what's going on? It's good to be here. Awesome. Glad you're here as well. And um, the first two people, you know, I, I know them via social media. This individual I actually went to school with. Uh, we had Buddy Store. We were in uh, this thing called uh, Liberty Idol when we were, or LU Idol when we were back in college. That's actually where I met her. So we've been friends for a good, oh man, oh nine years or so something along those lines um yeah really really cool person uh she is the founder of bu for a purpose she's a worship mm-hmm. leader and she's also an author of two books behind the worship a 40-day devotional for today's musical worship leaders and love true a book about sex and both of those can be found on her website uh bu for a purpose.com and or in amazon uh y'all show some love for my girl from maryland nia say what's up Hey everybody! Awesome, good. Glad you all are here, and uh, let's let's dig into this podcast and uh, just you know talk about it. Well, obviously it's Sunday now, and uh, you know, and a certain uh, restaurant is closed on Sunday, which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know hilarious. And I'm still tripping off of that that song in itself. Um, for those of you who have probably been living under a rock, you probably have no idea, but. Kanye West, in controversial form, as always, released an album on Friday, and uh, it's called Jesus is King, and, you know, he put out probably the shortest album I've ever heard in my life, 27 (laughs) minutes, um, almost every track averaged roughly about two, anywhere between two to three minutes, the last song itself was probably 47 seconds, and, uh, but so much content was dropped in that 47 seconds that, uh, you know, it's just like, wow. And so, you know, we all may have the same opinion about the album. We all may have differing opinions about the album. But this is you didn't ask for my opinion. So you're going to get whatever it is that we say anyway. So we're going to split this up into three different categories. Uh, first off, we're going um, to talk about our own individual experience with Kanye West. In, in other words, how long have we been listening to Kanye? How long have we been a fan? How long have we not been a fan? Whether you like him, dislike him, it doesn't matter. We just want to, you know, kind of get an idea along that aspect. The next part is uh, prior to the album, what, you know, what were your feelings towards Kanye? Like, how did you feel about him before he started, you know, before the Sunday services started popping up? What were your thoughts on him, you know, um, before the, you know, the talk of the album? We just want to kind of get a rough assessment of where you were on uh, Kanye West prior to the album dropping. And then finally... We're going to hit up, you know, get our thoughts on the actual album, and we're going to talk about some of the songs or even the lyrics that stick out. And then, you know, from there, we'll just talk a little bit more about, you know, people's opinions of, of him and, and things of that nature and kind of go from there. So uh, let's just start it. Anyone that, you know, can kind of jump in. Um, you, I started last time, but, I, you know, I'd like to get everybody else's thoughts. How long have you been a listener of Kanye? It could be, you know, since beginning day one, or it could be, you know, last week. doesn't matter to me. Um, give me your, you know, your, uh, you know, your basically your rundown of when you started listening to Kanye. All right, I'll go first. Um, 
through the wire. <laughs> Where? Day one, man. I'm Day one, you. yeah. Kanye, um, I was actually having a, com- funny enough, I was having a conversation with somebody about this at church. Uh, Kanye has started off, when he first came out, first album, College Dropout, it was uh, instantly a classic, and yeah. it has quickly moved into my top five all-time hip-hop albums. And I'm a hip-hop head. And yeah. this, I mean, it was just a production value, the rapping. You know, he had most Def on it, who was, that's my, that's my dude. Yeah. Uh, he was just amazing, absolutely amazing. So I've been a fan of him since day one. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for me, it's about the same. Gotcha. Um, and you know, that was uh, for me as well. And like, I started hearing about him though. Like, I mean, you know, obviously through the wire, but like, right before that when uh, he did a stand-up Ludacris' joint or whatever and mm-hmm. like things like that like when I start hearing these productions like oh that's Kanye West like who? and like uh, and then Pam <laughs> came out with his own stuff talking about you know his jaw being shut and you know wired I'm like wait what? like what is this? like okay and so I'm just listening and then like wow and you know so yeah so I've been you know I've kind of been rocking with him since then and, you know that that was, that would be you know the first time I ever heard him was like when he you know first dropped that you know that first album for sure mm-hmm. I'd say my first exposure to him was was that song Gold Digger that he did yeah, uh, yeah. to me it's an instant classic and uh, um, my my friends and I would always just quote random lines from it just because we thought we were hot shit or something and uh ever since that song I kind of dabble in a lot of different things but there's a lot of Kanye songs that have sort of stuck with me because I think he's really passionate yeah and uh, he has a lot of I can't think of the word but he's got a lot behind what he says yeah yeah and I re- well, one of the things, and I don't, I don't want to step on any toes or jump forward in the, in the show, but one of the things about Kanye is that Kanye, in my opinion, has always been one of the, the top tier producers. And so you have like Kanye, and then you have Pharrell and the Neptunes, and then you had um, uh, Timbaland. And they all had three very distinct styles, and they all, you know, they, they all instantly you you can hear a song and instantly know who it is that produced this song you hear a doo, doo, doo. like all right that's that's Neptune. a neptune song right yep. but then yep. if you look at them the thing that he was able to do and the reason why i was really uh because college dropout was his start but it wasn't his start like you know you right. start backtracking and looking at other stuff that he produced is that he could do what they couldn't do because pharrell I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, and if anybody gets mad, I'm sorry, but Pharrell's kind of trash, like, as a rapper, <laughs> and as a singer, and, like, you know, that, that happy song is, is horrible, and, you know, you have, you have all the stuff he did, and then he did, I'm just, hey, I'm just keeping it real, right, and then you're, you have him in, in NERD, and they're not any good, and then you got Timbaland, and Timbaland and Magoo was alright back in the day, but he's always overshadowed, but then you have Kanye, and Kanye is the dude who's behind the behind the uh, control board but also the dude who can go into the studio and go into the sound room and actually be able to spit fire and that's what was one of the things i was like okay this dude actually has skills because he not only can make other people great he can make himself great as well it was amazing yeah okay so you 
kind of just shattered my entire world there when you went after both of my favorite producers. And, and, and I'm like, and I hear you. And I, I get what you're saying. But I'm still mad. Uh, <laughs> but see, but the thing like is, you said, like you were used to, like, okay, because like NERD, uh, In Search Of, like that, like that album was, in my opinion, I thought that was, you know, I thought that was a jam. Like, obviously, Chad mm-hmm. Hugo doesn't do anything vocally. The other right. guy, I can't even remember who that dude is. And so that's the like point. The Go on. Reason, yeah. So, they, so, exactly. So, it's like that guy. So, you know, obviously, the mouthpiece of that group is, is Pharrell. Right. And, uh, and what I like about Pharrell stuff, I mean, obviously, he's not, you know, He's not like a, he's not a ballad person. Like he can't go out and, and crank out these tunes. You know, surprisingly, kind of like how CeeLo just out of nowhere can sit. Like, wait, where did that come from? Kind of thing. right, right. You know, right. he's just he's strictly more of a producer, and he kind of has his. You know, he he's limited. Um, you know, he does his thing. But I mean, obviously, I've just I, I love like I, I try my best not to you know um, <laughs> overlook the fact that you're right. Like he's not he's not a Kanye. Like he can't get there. You know, he can't spit and do like that. Like Ryan Leslie, I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. liken him to Kanye Long Lines Up. He produces all of his stuff. His stuff is fire. He can sing. He can also rap. So, like, right. those two are probably on the same, you know, same tier because they have all the same, you know, same, uh, they have the same tools. Right. Like Timbaland and Pharrell, like you said, are kind of the same. It's just like, you know what, they're, they're, stuff, they're decent, but they're not, you know, they're not a level company. So, so I get what you're saying. But I need to actually speak it and process it myself before, before I, I shut this podcast down. Like, nah, dog, you ain't just better, you know. No, I, I, I feel you. Well, how I always tell people when they talk about, like, Pharrell as a producer is amazing. Timbaland as a producer is amazing. Yeah. But Pharrell as a as a vocalist or as a uh, an artist is a poor man's Tony, Tony, Tony. Like, if you if I had, you could hit the falsetto and all of that, but you don't sound as good as they do. And so... Stay behind the board. Do what you do back there. It's amazing. Do what you do back there, but you know you don't necessarily have to go into the studio because it kind of falls off at that part. But it's all love. Yeah. It's all love. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's totally that's that's totally fine. Like I said, I I rock with you. I get what you're saying. Right. It's, it's all good. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to hurt you like that. I'm sorry, man. It's, First it's time on the show, and I cut you deep. I'm sorry. My, my wound. <laughs> will heal we'll go, we'll go buy a delicious bag of candy corn in the oh you need to stop with that and dabble these haters <laughs> it's all good look I already posted on uh, on Facebook that the next uh, series is coming up um, right after Halloween so no one has to you know complain anymore about what I'm you know the next one is people who celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving so you guys can you know y'all can chill it won't be another candy corn post sounds good uh, Corey actually is Corey's my opposition and uh, he's he's my opposition in in that uh, yeah. in that segment. So I always talk about people who don't like candy corn, and he fires shots at people who do. So um, that's gonna be a fun <laughs> series. Uh, we'll actually be on the we'll be on the same side for the one in November. Uh, but yeah, you know the, so the thing about freaking candy corn, and I've seen it on your posts, and it's happened on my post. People are freaking charming soft when it comes to candy corn. <laughs> They get mad. I got people. I got people tagging me in the same ridiculous posts and memes, all the same stuff. Like I blocked the guy who went on every single thread about candy corn and posted the same link. I'm like, all right, dude, we're gonna need a break. And him and I have been friends for like 20 years. So (laughs) I was like, nah, nah, I need a break, man. Like you can't keep like. I got it. Yeah, it's it's funny. I got. I got DMs of people that, like, if you post one more candy corn thing, I'm going to come to your house. So, of course, I post five more. <laughs> but, 
What are they going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're silly, bro. They're silly. Yeah. Oh, man. We can go, look, we can go on and on about Katie Gordon, and I'm all about that yeah. life. But, you know, <laughs> let's go to the next one. Because I think this one, you know, this next one is kind of important because I think it sets the tone for uh, the last one. So, you know, prior to the album, just, you know, the entire, like, body of Kanye's career, what was your, you know, your feelings towards him, you know, from from when you started listening to him till now? And I, I want to start this one because me personally, um, if I had to be completely, completely honest, when he did what he did and said what he said um, to Taylor Swift and uh, interrupted her and you know and, and promoted Beyonce, I I I was done. Like I I was like you know I get what you're saying and I get what you're trying to do, but you totally took the shine off of someone who had nothing to do with anything. Like she can't help that people wanted you know voted and liked her better than Beyonce in that aspect. And then when Beyonce won her award later on that night. She gracefully let Taylor Swift do her, you know, uh, do her uh, thank you. So, like, I thought that was a class act right there. And to see where all of them have gone since then is, you know, you know, amazing in its own right. But it was just frustrating to see that that's how he was acting. And obviously, you know, kind of started making these claims and just a lot of different things. Like, you know what? I think I'm good with Kanye for now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And so, you know, prior to the album, I was just like, you know what? You know, whatever. I, I I didn't necessarily care so much for him in, in that aspect. You know, don't even get me started on um, some of the things he's been doing <laughs> the last couple of years. But uh, that's about as far as I'm going to go on this one. Um, yeah, you guys give me your thoughts. Um, Barack Obama, uh, his his uh, way that he summed up who who Kanye is, uh, is was perfect. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word on, on this podcast. So you, are, again. you are good, whatever you okay, say. So- say. Barack Obama calling Kanye a jackass was absolutely perfect. <laughs> and I mean, like, legit. I mean, you're absolutely right. What he did to Taylor Swift was was absolutely insane, uh, completely unexcusable. Uh, but then it falls back on what I've always said about Kanye is that he's nothing if not authentic. Like, you're going to know what's in his head. You're going to know he wears his heart right there on his sleeve. And yeah. um, he feels as though he gives all of himself anytime he does anything and so while i can knock him for the fact that he has absolutely no tact um, i can also say that i never question what he does or what he says because i never feel like he's coming about it in a way that is um, trying to be manipulative or trying to to actually change change the way you know not not really portray the way he feels i feel like everything he says every word out of his mouth is absolutely 100 percent genuine whether or not it's you know wise yeah yeah, he actually said that in one of his um, in one of his songs. As far as him wearing his heart on his sleeve, and even from always felt like he had this essential vibe. Like he had, he at least knew about the church or had some involvement in it. Just given some of his other songs before Jesus is King, but um, just listening to his lyrics, you could tell that there was something much deeper that was going on in him you could hear that fight not quite as hard as dmx but you could still hear that fight and like what he was battling what he was doing and um so i think it goes more than you know what happened with taylor swift but 
and even with the whole George Bush thing and then um, with the choice of being slaves and things like that and this is the thing that he's saying you know it I agree you know it was <clears throat> it is very genuine of who he is um, but he definitely made people think you know more than many of the artists who are out here now even in his era made him made them really think about you know life in the society and how we process different things and a lot of the things that he did say you know at first it was like uh, he shouldn't say that but then you go back and you think about it then you kind of see like oh he was actually right in what he said so for half a second can we talk about the fact that the best moment that's ever happened in the history of television is Kanye West saying George Bush hates white people in front of in front of Mike Myers of all people looking at, the, looking at the camera like what's my next line like oh I'm sorry I watch that back on YouTube from time to time still I just think it's hilarious anyway go on sorry. <laughs> no I, I mentioned that just you know just because of who he you know going back to his authenticity um, and that's like my impression of him but um, but you see his but you see his journey and so I think you know, leading up to this next part, Freddie, I think um, it's just perfect to be able to see who he was and then that period of his absence to some degree, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. then to now where he is now. It's just, to me, it's incredible, but I wait to go into that. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, I mean, and, and I, and I feel like he's been on the journey, period. And, you know, like he was very stable um, up until his mom died. And that's mm-hmm. where you see the falling off happening. And you start yeah. seeing a lot of changes in his behavior after that. I mean, that was, you know, that, that was his mom. I mean, hey, look, uh, my mom lives on the other side of the, you know, country. She lives on the West Coast. And, you know, I don't get to see her that often. I still don't imagine what, you know, my life would be like without her. And so I, I wouldn't imagine, I can't even imagine how I would behave or how I would act. Now, I'm not excusing by any means half of the stuff he said because sometimes I'm just like alright bro you know you shouldn't say that you know like you, you totally just LeVar balled this situation that you just have to and uh, it's just like uh, and I'm just like man you know um, okay I probably wouldn't have said that but uh, hey you gotta say what you gotta say but being able for him to be blunt as blunt as he has been has probably been the thing that has led him to where he is now and I think that's gonna be yeah. exactly you know I, I think that's gonna be the perfect way to segue into our next uh, topic, which you know, I feel like we're breezing through this, even though it, it's you know it's been a long discussion. I think it's still been a very you know, a good flowing discussion as well. So let's get into kind of where he is now. You know, the album itself, thoughts on that, and things that stick out. And if you you know if you want to also discuss you know the the things leading up to it. Um, and uh, Corey, my bad. I just realized you said you didn't answer the last one. Corey, <laughs> you know uh, yeah. if it's okay, I mean, I do want to keep going. Um, I do apologize for skipping you on that one, but uh, why don't you just have first crack at? Why, how about this? Why don't you go ahead and answer the question and then lead us into the next one with your thoughts on the album and go from there? I think that's still, you know, I think it'll still work that way. So, Corey, go ahead and tell us your thoughts on Yay going into, you know, up until the album and kind of, you know, and uh, we'll take it from there. Okay. Yeah, you know, I. Like I said earlier, earlier in the podcast, it was I had uh, minimal exposure. I kind of like Gold Digger, and I liked some of the other songs, and I kind of saw them from the outside looking in. Um, so my my thoughts were, I just wanted to sort of 
hang out with them, take them aside, you know, maybe put on some Grandmaster Flash in the background, set the mood, and look at them and say, listen, eventually you got to stop being such a hoe. Because, boy, he was on his rocker for a while, it, it seemed like. And me on the outside, I didn't know all of his personal stuff. And he just, I don't know, he always... You clearly like the limelight, but like you guys keep saying, at least you knew what he was thinking. You know, Kanye wasn't faking what what he was doing all those years. And all those years kind of made me question it when this album first came out um, a couple of days ago, because, you know, you're trying to get that feeling of, you know, is this, is this, are you really doing this? Is this... You know, is this kind of a money grab, like people are saying? But then, I actually sat, sat and listened to the thing, and the words—they have so much passion and intent. And I'm sure you guys, as worship leaders, just listening to it, like you can't fake some of that testimony that he has in those songs. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. the second half of the album. It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the song. Yeah, the song. Hands on. Um, for me, I think that just really describes, you know, what exactly is going on right now, and just how you have all these Christians who are judging him. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I think just by his in that part of his testimony, I firmly believe that that's something that God revealed to him that yeah, people are just not going to like you or not going to support you, even the people who you are identifying with. You know, and I'm happy that he is in a place where he's comfortable enough in his own skin, in his own testimony, you know, in his own journey to be able to still go out and do, you know, what he believes God has called him to do, called him to do. Um, and I'm also a firm believer in just like paying attention to what he's actually saying. Um, so I actually did another, not podcast, but Facebook Live about Kanye and um, just if you listen to what he's saying, he's not saying anything apart from scripture as far as I've heard. You know, I may yeah. not know the scripture as well as I think I do, but, um, and he's not, and what if, well, I'll back up. And if you look into scripture, it talks about how to discern what spirit is of God and what spirit is not. Mm-hmm. And it's basically identifying who God is. And by him saying, you know, not just I believe in Jesus, Jesus died, or, you know, um, Jesus is love, or God is love, or something like that. But he actually is saying Jesus is Lord and Jesus is King, depending mm-hmm. on what song you're listening to. Yeah. And so by that, it's like for someone to call him a false prophet. You know, it's like, mm, wait, seriously? You know, um, because false prophets wouldn't go that route. You know, they would be very watery, like a lot of preachers are now. You know, very watery gospel to his is very straightforward. Yeah. You know, um, but I think it's so important for us, if nothing else, to pray for this man. You know, yes. because just imagine all that is going on around him just spiritually, you know. Um, just because of what he's representing and a lot of people do say it's about the money and things like that but he doesn't really have a social media (laughs) at all um and just by him taking the sunday the sunday's what do you call it the sunday Sunday service choir yeah the Mm -hmm. sunday service choir i mean i don't know what that money's looking like because that's like a whole choir of at least what 100 people (laughs) (laughs) you know so i don't know how much money he's getting off of that because you know if you're going to carry that many people around you got to pay them too, you know, at least in good ethics, you pay them something. Um, but, um, but like even his message and he's not trying to 
you know, he didn't go the route of Mace and become a pastor. <laughs> he yeah. Really did do what Snoop did, you know, out of nowhere he decides to do the gospel album, then you never never hear from him again, you know, but he has built up to this point so you don't really for it. So um so yeah, yeah I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm going to echo what you said about Mace going that direction and then Malice from the clips and then, you know, MC Hammer and all these people. He's not the first uh, hip hop artist to uh, turn the corner and, and cross over from uh, ma- quote unquote mainstream music to Christian music. Uh, but I think, and this is going to sound, I, I, was, I was at church this morning and I was having a conversation with uh, a really good buddy of mine that goes, goes to church who is a staunch atheist. And he's like, you know what? I don't, I don't think Kanye means what he's what he's saying. I think he's all about the money. You know, you can't do the stuff that he's done in the past and then just turn the corner and turn to Jesus. And I'm looking at this man, and uh, and you know, it's like you've got those. Like as a husband, I've learned to filter my words, and so um, <laughs> I got those things that I want to say to him, but I'm not going to say to him. And I just say, you know what, man? He is positioned to be our generation's Paul. Where you have someone who is part, not only part of culture, but is creating culture. A person who is um, extremely intelligent and articulate in what he's saying. And already has the eyes of the world upon him for a specific yeah. thing and for being a specific thing. And he has the opportunity to turn a corner and take everything that he's done to make himself famous and use it to make God famous instead. And that's what my prayer is for this man. And I, I don't. I don't doubt it. I, he's a he is a prodigal son, in my opinion. I don't. I'm not going to be one of the people who says, "Well, we'll see what happens," because I still got people who are waiting to see what happens with me, and I'm not yeah. going to be that kind of a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm 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 praying for him. I hope that he takes this and he he runs with it and he uses it well. He runs his runs his race well, but he is positioned to. I mean, like what he said, it's like no more living for culture. We're no longer slaves. Like this dude is is in a position to create a culture that is solely based around Jesus, who yeah. he is, the truth of God's word. And that is something that is absolutely unheard of for a person who chooses to leave behind the glitz and the glamour of Hollywood and say, you know what, who I am is all about Christ and all about his glory. And that's the position that he's in right now. And I'm, I truly hope that he keeps moving forward and that everybody that is uh, a believer is able to pray for this man, rally around this man, and everybody right now who's a hater is proven wrong. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and it makes yeah, it makes me wonder like when people who are saying that it's not real, kind of what is their reasoning behind it? Like why is it not real? You know, is it because you don't think that God could save him? Right. Do you think that he's too unworthy of it? Do you think that you know you're too good and you don't want to share God's love? Like, what is it that God could yeah. really save him? And it didn't come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You see, this within the last what five years? Like, he's yeah, kind of chill, you know. And like you said, like losing his mother, and then I think at one point he had like a mental breakdown or something like that, and that's yeah. part of his testimony, you know. And when you hear, um, I don't know if you guys actually heard. Uh, when he was in, what was this school? Howard University. Um, and uh, when he was at Hezekiah Walker Church, I heard like some of the stuff that he was saying, because he normally comes out at the end for like 10, 15 minutes and just talks about whatever. Yeah. Um, but he was sharing how, you know, it was Christ who brought him out of that mental breakdown, you know, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. helping him putting those pieces back together. And so you have all these people, you know, facing these same type of situations and to 
um, see that example, like, oh, shoot, if he can, you know, bring with Kanye, <laughs> you know, yeah. what can he do for me? You know, right. and so okay. just within that hip hop culture, you know, you have a lot of stuff that snips into there, you know, a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different dangerous type of living or risky living or just just behaviors and knowledge and understanding, but just um, seeing someone who's not afraid of it, seeing someone who, you know, is willing to share the gospel and do the Great Commission, you know, um, in such a better way than a lot of uh, Christian hip-hop artists have been doing over the last couple of years, right. you know, um, and to not be afraid about it. You know, I think someone, I can't tell whose voice is too, but I know someone was talking about him just... Um, uh, just the bluntness of him and, so, and still carrying that over and just proving that yeah, yeah once you get saved God is not just going to erase who you are yeah. for his glory you know yeah. so I think you see that perfect transition just within yeah. this album and just his authenticity to repeat that word again um, and just how you know he's not sugarcoating anything you know it's just like this is who Jesus is and he is king yes I feel like and um I, I, man, I've heard some amazing, uh, some amazing content from all of you, and I, and I appreciate each of you for um, just sharing your heart um, in regards to Kanye and his heart, you know. And like I said, I was not, a, I wasn't a fan of his when I started seeing these Sunday services, you know, or at least when I started seeing the choir and they were covering, you know, some of these, you know, these classic R&B songs and changing the words. I'm like, okay, first off, it's a little corny. It's you know, it's also illegal to do that. But I'm listening, like, man, this is <laughs> like. I'm sitting there like, man, like whoever's doing this, like he got he got the best of the best musicians mm-hmm. and he got the best of the best singers. And my heart slowly started to soften. And I'm starting to, you know, follow what a lot of people are posting online about him. And it's like, yo, this is not like it's not a joke to him. This is a real deal. Like he mm-hmm. he's wanting to live his life for Christ. And uh, and my my mindset was, all right, let's let's do it, yeah. Like yeah. the thing is at the end of the day, um, you can try to profit off of God. You can you can try to do all these things and and try to you know con people and do all that stuff. But the word won't return back void. Like you know you, right. you can't you can't sit there yeah. and you you can't you know all the scripture and everything that he's thrown and everything like that. You can't fake that as much as you want to do it. You can mm-hmm. throw it out there, but there's power in that word. There's power in that name. So there's nothing that you can do to sit there and try to discredit God and make it seem like, oh, he didn't get, no, absolutely not. That's that's man in itself. So if Kanye falls off right now, if Kanye goes back and says, you know what, this whole thing was a scam, and look how I just, you know, these these Christians are all puppets, they're eating right. out of the palm of my hand and all this stuff, you know, I'm like, you know what, bro? Like, if, if you are playing with God, so be it. You know, that if that's what you need to do to, you know, get through the day, so be it. But I tell you right now, my God is above, he is stronger than, he is better than, and greater than anything, any kind of plan that anyone could try to put against somebody. So there's nothing that's right. he, Kanye can possibly do to try to, you know, diminish the name of Jesus at mm-hmm. all. So with mm-hmm. that being said, because I'm not that individual who's like, well, let's see what happens. You know, my heart is not, oh, let's see what happens. My heart is, you know what? I hope he takes it to the next level. I hope That's he, right. I hope he brings that entire Kardashian clan with him. I hope he, you know, uh, speaks to Jason yes. and Beyonce. I hope he just, you know, he just lights a fire on, you know, under so many people that get them in the, in the right direction and, mm-hmm. uh, and just watch this ministry take off. That's my heart. That's my mindset. Because I'm sitting here thinking, yeah. I, you know, if people are looking at me, like, you know, Terrence, like you said earlier, like, 
I, you still got people looking to see your fruit and stuff with your salvation, and that's mm-hmm. heartbreaking, man. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, like you, you're legit, dude. From what I know about you, um, mm-hmm. and I can see the sincerity and everything that you're doing. So, that for people to have to sit there and judge or second guess and wonder whether or not you're the real deal is crazy to me. And like, yeah. and, you know, and and when I got saved, like I'm 17 years old, I was about to go into the military. God had different plans. I ended up, you know, uh, like I was a kid. It wasn't my time to go into it, so I actually didn't go. Um, and that was a crazy story how I got out of you know my out of the military before boot camp and stuff like that. But like, I started getting in the church, and I was in the same town where I went to high school, and I was that same goofy kid, you know, like that did crazy stuff. I, I was a rapper there, and I was not known for clean lyrics or friendly lyrics or anything like that. My lyrics were bizarre. Like, my lyrics were so bad. Uh, this one girl decided she was going to spread a rumor about me and my brother and, you know, things that we did to her that we didn't do. So we put out a mixtape on her. And Dang. Her. <laughs> so bad that, you know, it was so bad that people from school, look, I'm sorry, guys, like I said, man, I history, but she shouldn't have opened her mouth and said stuff. So, like, she got the, diss, got the diss track. That's yeah, yeah, she got She legitimately, like, it's crazy. Look, what joints we use? We used Ether. We used the Ether song. We used Fatty Girl. We used uh, Oh Boy, Cameron's Oh Boy. Like, I mean, we, we used all these tracks and, and just destroyed them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm cracking up over here, bro. God, I'm sorry. Oh, but, like, it was so bad that you know, people at the school were sitting there talking about all right, I don't know, Freddie, I don't know what you're doing, but we're going to expel you out of the school if we, if we hear that you were on that table. Like, first off, I graduated already. And second of all, <laughs> you, can't ex- you can't expel me. You can get my little brother, but you can't get me. I'm already gone. Uh, first off, second of all, like, like she should have never said anything. But, like, that's what I was known for. Like, we were battle rap people. We would do all this stuff. And I wasn't, like, maybe my, my style and delivery is still, you know, it, it's a little dated because, you know, I, I love... 90s and early 2000s hip-hop and stuff and I try to keep up but I'm just like you know what these kids you guys can have it I'm not I'm never going to be a mumble rapper I'm never going to develop that style but like like I said before Christ my lyrics weren't you know they were not on the they weren't great um and when I got saved I was like man god what am I gonna do like I tore up all my lyrics I told you know I told uh I told a guy yeah the guys last night I was like what am I what am I gonna do now like I'm only known for this how am I going to write about you? Am I ever going to write songs again? And to see where I am now and, you know, the content and everything and the level that I'm on now, it's like, it's crazy. This is a 17-year journey for me, you know? And, but, like, even early on, I didn't have people around me saying, well, let's see what happens. You know, he can easily turn around and be that other person, but, you know, whatever. And, and that's probably what helped me thrive. The fact that Kanye is writing and predicting what people are going to say about him because he's Kanye it's like it's crazy like it, it's like like i had a guy on one of my posts um he was saying like he in one of the lyrics where he was just talking about how christians are already saying negative things about him and stuff like that he's like wow he seems like he's focused on himself what else do you expect him to be like what do you like what do you want from this dude like i mean he can yeah. sit there he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have to say a word about him he can say all about god he wouldn't like that either it's like right. how on earth can you be a christian and not like the fact that somebody's talking about Christ. Like I don't, I don't get or understand the, you know, the concept and the nature behind that. But it's just like it's yeah. a really it's a disappointing thing to see where once again this is something that can unite the, you know, the body of Christ together to see yeah. a brother who has come, he's turned the leaf, whether you believe it or not, and seeing what he's done, and to see that we are still divided about these things. It's like it's, yeah. it's like we can't we can't find col- a, a solid ground 
on anything. We are divided on everything. And it's just, it's so sad that we have to be like that on everything. Like, I mean, look, we can, you know, we can go into the next part. And this is, you know, the sub question on this third thing was um, songs that stuck out or anything like that. And if I'm being completely honest, the quality of the album was not great. Like the content and the lyrics were milk level. Like he is early on in his faith. He's yeah. early on in his journey. You can tell, but that's the thing. Think about it. Like when we think about the romantics part of when we became Christians and where we were when we first accepted Christ as Savior. Man, bro, I was in church every single Wednesday, every single Sunday. I was hungry. I was reading my Bible every night. I was reading like four chapters. I was listening to worship music before I went to bed. Like I, I tried to pray to God, you know, uh, but my ADD kicked in. And so like I was praying and I would stop. And I'm just thinking about the day's activity and I'm gonna come back and say amen, <laughs> even though I wasn't praying for like 45 minutes. But that was me. I, I had a desire for it early yeah. on. And you know what what changed and you know what made me pessimistic? You know what made me, you know, this uh, not so, you know, nice Christian or whatever? Other Christians. Sitting yeah. there trying to, you know, they they trying to deflate the air on my attire. It's like, bro, let me live my life. And like, and that and I realized that, you know, and I'm very cautious when other people um, start, you know, their walk for me to say anything negative about how they feeling and what they're doing because I should, it's not my place to sit there and try to bring them back into reality. My reality is not theirs. And I think that's something that we all have failed to remember that when we live for Christ, when we, when we became Christians at first, we were so passionate about what we, you know, uh, about what we were getting into that, um, we forget these things and now we're just trying to you know because somebody you know has said some stuff negative stuff about us now we're trying to you know pass it on to someone else so we feel better about ourselves but that's just gonna make us more miserable down the line right like it's crazy we should be celebrating that this person has made his way back home and instead we're just trying to you know we're, we're just trying to expose him for the fraud that we think he is so that you know we're not let down if he does fall later on down the line because you know you know obviously if Kanye falls like I told you so what, right like why do you have that mindset to begin with like why is your life so bad that you want to see someone else's downfall and you have to predict it's going to happen I don't, I, just, I, I don't get it you know <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot it's a lot yeah you know, just to hop on the other Christians thing for a second. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to the album kind of made, made me think of a, of a Bible verse. And, you know, there's, it's funny, you have all these other rappers that have, you know, you have Snoop Dogg who was on trial for murder, and now he's cooking with Martha Stewart. But <laughs> right. Kanye puts out this album, and all of a sudden people are like, like, you know, afraid about it. And uh, I just thought of that verse in Philippians, and basically the verse is about it doesn't matter if he's false, it's what he's saying. It doesn't matter where it comes from, the fact that the message comes out. And I want to say it was Philippians 1.18. It's either 1.18 or 11.18, but it, it, it talks about even if he is a false prophet, the fact that the message is out there is what's important, and he's spreading the message. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. Because when you think about just, I mean, how many people have now heard the name of Jesus just mm-hmm. from him? <laughs> you know, right? Because um, we live in a generation now where, at least I know, like, um, I guess I figure, I feel like we're all kind of around the same age. Um, but just like when we, you know, when we were growing up, mostly everybody had a church home to some extent. Somebody went to, you know, the youth Bible study. Somebody went to youth night or something like that. 
Um, but just the generation that's there now or the generation after us, um, you don't have that many people, you know, who are in church as much anymore. You know, you talk to the Jews, oh, I know I go to church, I've never been to church or things like that, you know, and now because of someone like Kanye, you know, he's brought that to their attention to some degree. I mean, just by going to Howard University, I believe it's Howard, yeah. But Howard University, you have those freshmen, you have sophomores, leaders, graduate students who listen to all the kind of hip hop, who know his name, who know about Kim, and now they're hearing, they're seeing, you know, what he's been able to do and just, um, and uh, hopefully they've been able to not be discouraged by other Christians who are saying, oh, what happened to him is not real, or his faith is not real, or, you know, he's going to fall, and then we can all say it was a joke, ha, 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 like, the most that we can do is pray, you know, like, um, someone was already saying, um, just praying that, um, one that did that you know that he would be protected and that um he would uh, stay the course but also those people that are hearing jesus for the first time you know hearing his hearing the gospel that they'd be surrounded by other christians to come and help them in their walk and help them grow you know mm-hmm. so that that seed that's been planted will, will you know will grow um yeah. eventually and um yeah it's and I, one of the things that I had said before, like this, uh, one of the other, uh, the other podcasts that I did, um, was just how there's a lot of people that Kanye has reached that we didn't out of disobedience. You know, so many people that God has called us to, so many people that God told us to go talk to, to reach out to this specific group, this specific person, but for whatever reason we didn't. You know, but now that jewel in our crown has been taken away and again it's not about us per se but I think you know sometimes we miss those moments but God's love is so great that he puts someone else in our place when we fall you know to help um help fill those missing boys and so yeah Yeah. so yeah it'd just be awesome for us to really begin to push it to have conversations and say Jesus can do that if he can change the heart of Kanye if he can change the heart of Paul he can change anybody you know and really believe what that gospel actually is that Jesus can save anybody that's right that's right oh that's good that's good man it's just I, I think that, that you hit it right on the head. If he can change Paul, he can change anybody. That was the worst of the worst there. I mean, that this man, his you know, his name, the fame, you know, was killing and persecuting Christians. And it's just, and that individual turned around and became a like one of the biggest champions uh, that you can even think of. And yeah. I'm just yeah. here like, and this is someone that God used, God loved him, and and changed and transform you know transform his life and stuff. And it's like, for some reason, we can't fathom the thought of someone who, you know, has done some crazy things in their life, be able to do complete 180. And it's yeah. just, so, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I, I think of, uh, like, sometimes, you know, when I used to drop my daughter off at school last year, um, I would listen to, I think, I think it's Turning Point. I can't remember the name of it, but it was with Chuck Colson. You know, obviously Chuck Colson, he passed away. But, you know, he, he was part of the Nixon administration, and he was, you know, very heavy into what happened in Watergate. And uh, he ended up going to jail. And during his time in jail, he found Christ. Mm-hmm. And it, he became one of those people that, you know, he was sold out for Christ afterwards. But you think of Nixon, you think, you know, you don't think of, things that he did good more than you know Watergate you think of that negativity and him you know resigning from office and stuff like that but you look at Colson you see you know he was right there in the thick of it uh, but he chose Christ when he was on fire and it's just a matter of what I don't get is when you see people that do crazy and you know outlandish things and all of a sudden you you know they find religion 
or however you want to name, you know, label or anything like that, all of a sudden you just can't believe it. And it's just we've gotten so jaded in our in our thought process to think that yeah. we can't really do anything that we limit God. We put God in a box, man. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like it's yeah. insane. And that's a big reason why I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and judge whether or not he is you know, one way or another, whether or not it's too early for him to do a ministry. It's just, it's funny. Some people are like, well, if someone just got saved, would you, you know, automatically make them a pastor or worship, you know, or worship leader? No. And Kanye's not either of those things. Yeah, exactly. Talk about God. talking about God in your music. You shouldn't want to do that. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have to have like a 17 year, you know, shouldn't have to go to seminary. You don't have to go to, you know, you don't have to have all these, you know, uh, elaborate degrees and things like that to understand Hebrew texts and stuff to be able to talk about Christ. It really shouldn't be that way. When I was, um, when I was about to say, man, we got some activity going on. Yeah, I'm, I know. I got some. I got kids crying. I gotta go. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, but I got a four-year-old daughter screaming. I hear you, man. My five-year-old's in bed, so I get it. Terrence, thank you, bro. And um, uh, why don't you uh, hit me up in the DM with your information so I can post it that way. Um, anyone can check out your podcast and stuff in the future. But Terrence, thank you so much for your contribution, <laughs> man. I really do appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. yeah Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Um, but yeah, so, like, what, you know, so what I was saying, um, just the whole mindset and just thinking that, you know, Gosh, now I'm actually losing my train of thought. I think basically what I was, what I was getting at was um, when when you see people and what they've done and, and things that they've gone through, and that they choose Christ, we shouldn't be so jaded to think they can't make you know they can't change. It's like you know we're limiting God in a bit of box, and it's just it's one of the most frustrating things because it's like we we forget how we were before Christ. We forget who we were before Christ. We forget all of these things, but we allow ourselves to you know. Um, to assume that you know just god's not in the business of changing lives he's not in the business of uh restoring and reconciling people like i mean look my my father and i when i was in high school we didn't get along that great because i you know like i I grew up in california i had to move to georgia um because my mom wanted us to become men and uh, she felt that you know my dad teaching me and my brother was the best way of doing so but i didn't you know i didn't like this dude he left me in my you know he left me in my family so what you know why on earth would I sit here and, and try to learn something from this man when he couldn't even stay with his family? So him and I butted heads a lot in high school. And even like when I became a Christian, him and I still butted heads. So one day after a sermon at my church, I made it up in my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. If something change, if something changes in my life between me and my dad, and I'm going to be a part of it. Like I'm, I'm going to be the change. So I started respecting him. I called him, sir. I followed all of his, you know, all of his instructions. I made sure that whatever it is that he asked of me, um, I did it. And I was never disrespectful to him. I just made sure he knew that I loved him and cared about him. And by the time I left the house, you know, because I was 18 roughly when that happened, I left home for good when I was 20. Um, him and I, he was like my best friend. And I could talk to him about any and everything. And that's not the relationship him and I had growing up. Um, and I had, like I said, in high school, we didn't have that relationship. Like I wanted to be there for him, but I was still bitter. You know, we were living with someone um, that he was dating. He eventually married her, my, you know, my stepmother and stuff. And we just didn't have that relationship. 
but God definitely restored us. He brought us to where we, you know, where we are now. Like I can still talk to him about anything. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for that. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, you know, God can't do that. God can't fix things. You know, me and my brother weren't speaking. A lot of people in my family weren't talking, weren't speaking and stuff like that. But God, you know, can do some amazing things. So for me to sit there, I would be extremely naive to say that he can't, you know, he can't change Kanye West. And I think that's the most important thing that we got to realize. Kanye is human just like anybody else. And if we're going to sit there and act like he can't do anything just because he's Kanye West, it's as if we don't know God at all. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, Yeah. I think um, one of the other songs um, that that I heard and I thought was really interesting was, what's it called? We Have Everything We Need. What the hell's up on both? We Have Everything. I got to... I can't remember the exact. We have everything we need. There we go. Yeah, we okay. have everything we need. Um, and um, he made a <laughs> he made a line talking about um, Adam and Eve, and if Adam would have, you know, told Eve to go put the apple back on the tree or fruit, but I think he called it an apple um, yeah. to go put the fruit back on the apple and just like really be like, yo, we have everything you need. And for me, when I heard that, it was a matter of him, you know, reflecting on the male leadership roll inside of the house you know just like men if you actually do your job (laughs) you know as an as a spiritual leader like if adam would have done what he was supposed to do then this whole world would be a lot different than what it is today you know so just listening to um songs like that then just like little nuggets you know i still do feel like you know like you said freddie it's it's very elementary um but it's still very real you know um, he's just speaking from his heart you know um and um it doesn't sound gimmicky at all um because you know the songs are short so he's not trying to create something for fanfare i don't think um someone i did see a post about <laughs> with chris tomlin you know chris tomlin's like you know can I, make song? <laughs> yes. I saw that post and, and i heard that the song i think i was afraid about that and i was like yeah i can see that coming <laughs> I right can see that coming you know somebody using that song but um, but yeah, but just in the songs, you know, you just, you just hear his heart, you know, and it's just a shame that, you know, like, um, Freddie, I believe as you were saying again, just how this can't be a, every, you know, all of us who are part of the same body just coming behind him and say, look, dude, we support you, you know, keep doing you, yeah. you know, um, but you just have so much negativity coming toward it. And it, and it really just baffles me, but I'm not going to beat the head. Uh, beat the head of that horse over again but yeah um, yeah, but yeah I think it's just, um he's just coming from his heart you know and um and I bought it you know even if yeah, even though I'm not a big hip-hop person you know I was like look I just want to support the movement you know um, yeah. and just be able to have the conversations with other people like the Lord's of God can save Kanye and um you brought it up too just about the impact that he can have on the you know the Kardashians and just even um, you know some of your other people within the entertainment industry because they they know who he is but just with the influence of his in-laws and even especially like if he can get to Caitlyn Jenner you know I didn't know what his real name was but if he can you know Bruce. that Holy Spirit Bruce that was his real name Bruce, Bruce okay. Jenner. Yeah. Um, so if he can get to Bruce you know um, and that Holy Spirit moves and that spirit moves within that home like just the impact that that would have on this LGBTQ, whatever the other letters are, movement, like that would be like so, like so incredible. And so for people to be so one-sided to see like what this really could become, you know, just yeah. the impact and just even 
the change that you've already kind of seen in Kim. Like, I don't really hear her name that much anymore, you know? Right. Um, and not like he's taking the spotlight, but just like she's not seeking that attention anymore. And you see that whole idea of submission from her and just how his walk is impacting her, his wife, you know, and his daughter. Um, I don't always see Kim in like the Sunday services, but I know I've seen North um, and just her dancing and just like being a part of it. And so knowing that you have at least <clears throat> one family who is growing yeah. up in some way within a church or hearing the gospel in some shape or form and being familiar with these lyrics about God and who he is, what he can do. Like, it's, it's really incredible to see. Yeah, definitely. And uh, really quick, uh, the other letters, because <laughs> I do, you know, because there's, you know, obviously you you, you want to make sure you, you're saying the right thing and make sure um, it, we, you know, because I know there's some people here, you know, who might be listening that might belong to the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, wow. I actually was, yeah. Um, there, there's a lot because it covers, it, it covers a lot. It's lesbian, gay, bisexual, uh, transgender, intersex, which is what used to be like a hermaphrodite. Um, and oh my gosh, asexual and plus. So there's, you know, so it, it, it queer, actually the Q is what I missed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and that's one of the things I learned from the worship leader group that I was in that, um, you know, there's there a lot of different terms and meanings and stuff, but yes, um, based off of, you know, just everything else that you were saying, you know, North being there, the kids, you know, having an opportunity to be there, um, just opportunity, you know, like you said, Kim is not in the limelight anymore. And even if she is, it's not for, you know, what she was known for, or how she, you right. know, how she became famous and stuff. Like she, you know, she has transcended too. Like I mean, she she's changed. Like her, she's you know reached another level as well. Just to see where her, you know, where she goes and the people that she influences. You know, if you know she gets on board and stuff. I mean, there's just a lot of amazing of, of amazing things that can happen if we, you know, if we if we all one get out of our own way and stop acting like God can't do anything with anyone. Um, you know, I mean, he can make the rocks cry on that. And like me personally, that's what this is to me. Like, this is the rocks right now. Like if we're not doing it, we're not reaching these people. Let, you know, let, let yay do it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. So like, I mean, I'm just, I'm definitely happy. And like, and so like, like I said earlier, the content, you know, and everything is, it's very, basic you know it's milk level it's not where it could be like i'm expecting the next album that he does one will be more than two minutes per song two it'll (laughs) it'll feature some people that either were chh or still are chh um Mm -hmm. on there and like a lot of his content is going to hit even harder and i think the beautiful combination of having all of those elements there is just going to make this even sweeter. And so, you know, yeah. like I, I'm looking forward to it. That's what I'm saying. See, like I'm sitting here like, man, I'm hungry for more. Like I, I'm, I'm ready to see what, you know, how God's going to minister and, you know, allow him to do that um, as, you know, as time goes on. So like, I'm not, I'm not doubting any of this. I, I know what God can do. I've seen what God can do. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here for Kanye and his, you know, and his ministry and stuff. And I, I pray to God that as time goes on, it just gets better and better. And that he opens the eyes of, um, the sinners, the saints, and the skeptics, because I think all of them definitely need a, a, a touch of what this album, you know, has uh, has brought to light. And I, I just, I can't wait to see, um, you know, as the days go on, more and more uh, people starting to, you know, uh, change their tune and just, you know, and just watch God work in that. So, you know, um, 
since both of you guys are worship leaders, right? Yeah. Yes. So let me just ask you a question. With the with the popularity of this, and let's just say the, the next album becomes bigger, do you guys <clears throat> see working either some Kanye songs or some Lecrae songs into like a part of the worship like that you guys do before the services? Like working that a, a little bit, try to get that demographic. Gotcha. Um, well, yeah, go ahead, dear. Oh, sorry, my thing went off again. Um, I think it kind of would just depend on the church. Um, yeah. I, I do. A, I travel and go to different like, churches with like different demographics and things like that. And so, yeah, um, I think it is possible. Um, but as any worship leader, like who is like traveling and stuff like that, like I know Freddie, you have like a um, a following and things like that. Um, yeah. It is very possible, you know. But I think it also can be. It has to be strategic and not corny, because I think that's what a yeah. lot of people are going to end up doing. <laughs> it is going to suck, <laughs> you know. They're going to try to take the chorus or have someone else rap the lyrics, and then it's just going to fall flat. And it's just like, what? Like, who are you? What? What is happening? Yeah. You know. But I think, um, but because of some of the songs, they are, you know, they do have like some what do you call those things? Uh, hooks or yeah. words or things like that. You definitely could. They can't be. They definitely can be incorporated. But I think it just, yeah. it just definitely has to be done well in order for it to do what you know it could do yeah and, and for me like <laughs> as we were setting up because uh my church is a mobile church so we have to set up and tear down every every day every sunday and so like so this morning as we were getting uh set up the album was cranked when we were tearing down the album was on and like we have the we have the demographic i think because uh, we have a pretty good blended diversity you know um church here we have you know a lot of different ethnicities uh, we have a de- decent amount of age group you know uh, we have probably roughly about 50 people at our church right now um but like no one no one was against it like a good bit of the people that were there heard the album um i was surprised to hear that some of the people heard the album I was like wow it yeah. is, it's like you don't want to typecast someone but you're just like i was not expecting you but like they um the person actually studied the lyrics because if, if her kids are going to listen to something she's going to want to actually sit there and listen to it herself so yeah. i mean I'm, I'm all for that i thought that was pretty awesome um but yeah like would we do that at, in our actual like service no um just because okay. that's you know I, that's not our style uh, we are very heavy on you know um i wouldn't say ccm but yeah just more of the contemporary style uh, of music um but I do know churches down the street, you know, like a church where I did my internship, a church by the Glades here in South Florida. They might do something along the lines of that. And they have the they have the musicians and, uh, you know, um, vocalists at their church that can pull it off. Like and mm-hmm. I don't mean pull it off as in, oh, wow, you know that you guys did that. I mean, it was fairly decent. No, it would be dead on exactly what they did at um, you know what Kanye did on the album and then some that's the kind of chops they have and I'm not saying that my church doesn't have it it's just that we just that's not our style and it doesn't have to be everybody's style so you know to answer that question yes I do believe there are going to be churches out there that do this I think there are going to be some that are going to be top notch with it and I think there's going to be some that are going to overreach and fall flat on their face I like it too when when I started you know doing youth group and I was at a predominantly white church when I got saved and uh, and people would come up and introduce themselves to me. They'd be like, "What's up, brother? How, what's going on, yo?" And you can hear, <laughs> and you can, you can hear the difference. 
You know, like Corey, you're my, you're my bro and all, and I can tell just by how you post things that's not your language. If you were to say that to me, I would laugh at you. Uh, but it, it wouldn't be like a oh man, you're funny. It'd be like oh poor Corey. That's how I feel. That's how I felt with these people. Like you don't have to talk or act a certain way for me to connect with you. You gotcha. don't have to be that way with me because I can. I can. I don't want to say code switch, but you know I can play the game either way, and I can relate to anybody. Like I mean, for me, it's not. It's not even the thing. I, you know, my brother. Like anytime I talk on the phone with my brother, my accent is totally different. My slang and everything is totally different than if it was. Even if it was just me and Nia. Even if it was me and you. Like I mean, it's just a matter of. I, you know, in my comfort, I, I talk a certain way. So you don't have to adapt to me to try to make me fit in. Now nah, I can do that on my own. You're good. Because it's more <laughs> insulting if you try to do that. So, like, well, some people will try to do this to appeal to a certain crowd, and they're not called to do that, and that's yeah. going to be offensive. And that's going to push people away. If that's not yeah. your bread and butter, don't do it. If, you're, if you can't be in a pocket with it, don't do it. Like, seriously, don't do it. If you can't pull it off, don't pull it off. You know, and, and there are churches that are going to do this and it's going to be a failed experiment. And trust me, their heart's in the right place. But that's not where God called them to be. So it's yeah. just a matter of you don't have to be that way. And another way, you know, it's kind of like that, you know, that video that keeps circulating and everyone keeps tagging me in it with, the you know, the older white couple who definitely are. in you know, you obviously they're about like, you know, they're knocking on heaven's door, uh, basically. And they, they did that song called Jesus Christ is my nigga. That infuriates yeah. me. Like, it angered me so much. First off, Christ ain't nobody's nigga. Second of all, you're only doing that with the, you know, the 80s style of uh, rap because you're trying to appeal to someone and that's not what God... No, that's... No, you should be in your nursing home just chilling and enjoying the rest of your, you know, of your glory days and yeah. having, your, you know, your your racist grandkids come hang out with you and spend time with you before you go on to glory. Don't try to appeal to us by doing that. That's that's insulting. Like, just don't yeah. just, as long as you don't do that, it's fine. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about it, Corey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I mean, it, it's funny talking about that because, like, I wonder if they ask their grandkids to leave their white hoods at home. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. This time last year, like, just the possibility of Kanye West being played in church. Just, I mean, I know no, it's like rare, but Jesus walks. Right. That's true. My bad. I just like a whole. I don't know. It's it, it's album. it's crazy. News. Just a whole. Like you're saying, but it's you're playing a whole album setting up a church. Like I never thought that I would hear that. Like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's just and exactly, and, and prior to Friday, I never thought that was a thing. Um, and you know, I mean, obviously, you know, and my team, um, my worship team, most of them are kids. Um, they're you know, they're 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 young adults in their teens, and so like me and it's not even me trying to relate to them it's just a matter of the the you know someone put the song on it's like all right crank it we got the god is so like you know what we're gonna skip this one you know even if it, even if the word on there is one bad word that you know it's just like you can make a case for it uh not everybody you know not everybody's gonna feel the same way so for you know yeah. for the benefit of the church we're gonna skip this song and just hear me and trust me that it's a good song but that song right there is just gonna make it a little bit more difficult for us to you know uh to play it here in our setting even if we are at a school it doesn't matter we're just we're gonna skip that one um but yeah like i mean it was cool like i looked at my pastor my pastor showed no signs of us needing to turn the album off so we just ran with it and you know and it's great but you're right that's kanye west you know like this was a secular artist that he's known for so many things like even in one of his other songs 
the lyric he said was I made Jesus walk so I ain't never going to hell like he was very cocky and conceited about how he felt and God has turned him around you know you can tell mm-hmm. even, even there just the lyric and cool content has changed and I'm just like you know what this is definitely like I mean this is God at work here and so yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that I'm, I'm beyond here for this and, you know and for people who aren't there yet you know what um I know their hearts can change and I'm not going to sit there and be frustrated. You know, I'm not going to be angry at them, but I just, I know that, you know, if Kanye's heart can change, their heart can change too. So they can be skeptical all they want, but look, God's going to keep doing things, whether they, you know, whether they believe it or not. So that's, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking about that. You know, just the whole thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I think um, we have a lot of amazing content here that I'm ready to, dive into and you know make a couple of cuts and stuff but i am very appreciative for each of you uh shout out to terrence who you know had to you know step step out you know to take care of his family and uh you know obviously i'm not going to make any edits on that because you know i think the whole thing is uh, life is important so you know hey you're doing things you got to step out you know that's that's totally fine um but i'm very grateful for terrence and his contribution to the to the podcast nia it was such a pleasure hearing from you again like i said it's been forever you know i left the i left the berg and you know like five years ago and i know you left you know a few years prior to that but it's it's always just yeah. uh it's always a, a blessing to hear from you and to see your content online and so uh i'm looking forward to checking out your website and uh your books as well and Corey, i'm uh you know i'm gonna kind of try to peep out your book really soon too um really really you know just excited for all of you just being able to follow your dreams and kind of do that and that's kind of inspiring me to maybe you know write something myself so uh, i'm just you know i'm really happy for you guys happy that you could be a part of the podcast and i look forward to you know helping to promote um some of your things as well so uh but thank you both so much um absolutely and i just really appreciate you guys being here for this and uh i'll keep you guys you know we'll be in touch and we'll talk more about some things that'll be uh coming up in the near future because i'd love to keep you know conversations like this going um but just discussing you know even more things so uh to everyone that's listening um definitely stay tuned there's going to be some more conversations we may have some more things about Kanye. we may have some different you know topics and discussion as well but either way no matter what when you listen you didn't ask for my opinion but i'm going to give it to you anyway So that is the episode. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Uh, if you're interested in following along for the next episode, please like uh, this podcast. You didn't ask for my opinion. Please go on to Facebook to you didn't ask for my opinion. Uh, there's a page there. Um, you can like that as well. And then also please uh, take a moment and go to the uh, comment section, not even the comment section, um, but the description and look for the links that I will provide for individuals that might be interested and um, listening to uh, the other podcasts, reading some of these books that were advertised, or even just reading from the website that was provided as well. Um, You all are amazing. You guys are helping me with my dream, and I want to do the same for you. Uh, For those of you who took a moment to just be a part of my world, thank you. But just remember, you didn't ask for my opinion, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Have a good night.